Hello and welcome back to Media Munchies podcast, the Hannibal Analysis Project. Wow, it's been a while since this one too. However, I really want to make more of these. And I know I did say that there would be an episode on the 6th. And it's maybe not that today, but let's move right past it because I will still be doing weekly uploads. I hope. Let's, okay, we're manifesting it. Weekly uploads, yes, yes, okay. But anyways, on to the topic at hand. We're talking about the sixth episode of Hannibal. It's called Entree, which is like French dish again, obviously. It's the starter, basically. And I just realized today that it sort of makes sense because it's an introduction to certain characters, I guess, and certain storylines. Maybe, possibly, and maybe I should actually look at, like, look up what the titles mean from the Hannibal Wiki or something like that, because I, they must say what the dish is, because apparently it is relevant. So, okay, let's jump right into it. Uh, We have an intro to Abel Gideon, who is, I guess, the murderer of the week, Um, but he's a patient in the hospital for the criminally insane Baltimore State thing, yeah, (laughs) and it's basically he kills somebody while he's, like, in prison or whatever, and then they're like, this could be like the Chesapeake Ripper, because it looks exactly like one of the weird things, the the bodies with the things sticking out of it. It's, if you've seen it, you, you know, but basically Abel Gideon is a guy. I really don't know how I feel about Abel Gideon as a character because he's just sort of, he does important things, obviously, but he's sort of, you know, he he doesn't really contribute so much. Like, you know, villains like the Great Red Dragon or uh, Pig Guy. Oh, okay, Mason Verger. Villains like that, like, you know, you you feel their presence, but I feel like with Abel Gideon, although, like, he does play a big role later in the season like he's not really there it's hard to explain so i i honestly don't know how i feel maybe it's just because season one was not as good as season two and they didn't know how to really (laughs) do their thing and i really felt that in this episode to be honest this isn't a critique but i i felt like weird dialogue and like a lot of character introductions that took some some turns that I didn't felt were, feel were necessary, like the the interviews with Gideon and like the Chilton scenes. Actually, no, I really like the Chilton scene. Okay, but <laughs> I want to go through this chronologically. Actually, that was my that was definitely my plan because it really helps put this into context. I guess because it's an interesting episode because it doesn't focus on. Will mainly. Will and Hannibal's relationship, because they're not in a single scene together in the whole episode. Unless you count <laughs> when the stag comes in, but that, <laughs> that doesn't count. But literally, I think it's the character introductions and the main thing, because usually the murder plot connects back to Hannibal and Will specifically, but this was like... Gideon and Chilton moment, and Jack a little bit too, which we'll get to. Okay, let's just (laughs) start from the very beginning. It's Abel Gideon in the hospital. He killed somebody. Will and Jack go in, and they're like, 
yeah, it's like the Chesapeake Ripper. And Will's like, mm, I don't like going into places like this. And Jack is like, why? And Will says, I'm afraid they won't let me out. And Jack says, I won't leave you here. And then Will says, yeah, not today. Which I didn't notice, again, that it was like a big foreshadowing moment when, because Jack obviously does <laughs> put him there for quite a long time. Uh, so then we meet Frederick Chilton. Now, Chilton is a character that I do appreciate, not for any particular reason, not because he's a good guy, obviously, but he's just really funny. He's the, he's the jester of the season. He's the little sneaky guy. Yeah, it's a good character archetype, to be honest. It's like uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Just throwing that out there, but I do like Chilton a bit more. What was I saying? Okay, so Chilton, right? He's there, and in the first episode, I I think does not do him justice because he seems like a really snivelly guy, and like he really, well, like that that is his character point. But he it gets funnier because at first you're just like, why is he being like weirdly like condescending towards Alana Bloom, and why is he? claiming he's right when like he's clearly not I don't know which is a thing but he gets more like he gets more flamboyant first of all and he gets more obvious about his like or like camp he gets more camp about his arrogant attitudes this one he just it, it's just like a weird feel but he's like yeah like this I caught the Chesapeake Ripper for sure it's Abel Gideon and the weird thing about the Chesapeake Ripper is you don't really know. Like, you kind of have to pick it up from context who that is. Oh, it's a murderer who did this crazy thing with the stabbies in it. And they mentioned it last episode briefly. So it's really interesting how it's introduced. And I totally think I ruined it. Or not ruined it, but I automatically, when I heard the name Chesapeake Ripper, I don't know, I guess I automatically assumed it was Hannibal. So I was like, oh yeah, they're just talking about Hannibal and this is already a known thing. So I didn't notice this weird little sprinkle in introduction, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, so they're talking about the Chesapeake Ripper. And then another introduction, besides this, Jack was on this case before and they that's another way how they do the introduction and he had a trainee Miriam Lass and it's the intro to her as well and her whole storyline so it's sort of told through flashbacks which I'm I guess was a good idea but it it does it makes the episode feel shorter I think is what it does and as I said before it's like a very not filler but like in introductory episode maybe a bit filler though to be honest but anyways Chilton is very sure that Abel Gideon is the Chesapeake Ripper and I pointed that out because first of all it's Chilton he's he's sort of arrogant about it and the thing is the audience technically doesn't know because again we don't know who the Chesapeake Ripper is so we're like oh I guess it could be Gideon there's a whole thing where he was, like, in jail for two years and then the Chesapeake Ripper didn't kill anyone for two years. So it's, like, this weird evidence, but it immediately gets... They're like, no, okay, it was just Hannibal. <laughs> but <laughs> let's get to that first. It's funny because, yeah, Chilton was being condescending to Alana. It's, it's specifically when he says something like... um, 
your paper was more or less helpful. And then Will is like, more or less, very sarcastically. And I said, he's definitely a feminist icon for calling children out. A hundred percent. What's the word? Not girl boss. Sure, let's say girl boss. <laughs> okay. But anyways, <laughs> then they hit us with the the uh, Minnesota multiphasic and the Rorschach test when they're ta- <laughs> when they're talking to Gideon in um, his cell, I guess. And it's really weird. It, it just seems like they're throwing out these psychological terms to like sound make them sound like fancy psychologists. It's weird when you know psychology. So then there's a scene with Hannibal and Jack. And then, yeah, I think they build on Hannibal and Jack's relationship well in this episode. Because Jack goes to Hannibal and he's talking about his wife because his wife is taking therapy. And he's like talking about how he's dreading the loss of his wife. And then Hannibal is trying to comfort him. But he's also like, because they're always making these observations. He goes, you're dreading the loss of your wife. As if it's like some revelation to Jack. Then again, <laughs> everything everything is important dialogue in this thing. <laughs> and yeah, and then Hannibal says something like, who else, who, who else couldn't you save? And then it cuts to like the Miriam last flashback again, which is very interesting, obviously, because Hannibal killed Miriam last. I guess he's trying to prompt it because he has this whole plan set up. So basically, oh, here's another interesting thing. When I'm looking at the scripts after I watch the episode, there's sometimes deleted scenes within the scripts or deleted lines that aren't in the actual thing. And sometimes I find some very interesting things. At some point, they're talking about the Ripper still, as I said before, uh, Miriam and Jack. And Miriam says, we call you the guru. You have a particular cleverness. And says, uh, your color sense, the texture of your clothes, even by FBI standards of agent dress codes, you have an odd vibrancy about you. And that line was not in the uh, actual thing. And then she continues with, so does the Ripper. You'll probably spot him before anybody else. Meaning he has an odd vibrancy. And I feel like that's a very good descriptor of Hannibal. Like, I like that. And I feel like maybe they should have kept that one in. But anyways, then plot-wise, Jack gets a phone call from Miriam. (laughs) From Miriam, right? Because it's a recording of when she called him when she first disappeared or something like that but it's it's played on the phone and jack is like this is crazy what what happened like is she alive and so they go to the lab or something oh yeah yeah because they're trying to trace the call and it's not working and (laughs) there's a really really weird scene because jack got the call at night uh like it woke him up when he was sleeping and then they're talking about that and Zeller says are you like are you sure you remember this correctly like you were disoriented Jack you might not even know you were still asleep like is he trying to gaslight him I don't (laughs) I don't get why Zeller was being so pushy and acting like Jack didn't know when he was asleep but then Jack says the line I know when I'm awake which is (laughs) I just found it funny the way he delivers it and 
also, it may be because that line is important to Will, because then they cut to Will, who is like half dreaming and sees the uh, the stag, because Will doesn't know when he's awake. So it was like some allusion to Will. But at the same time, like the stag scene literally goes nowhere in that scene. So I, I don't get it. It's just he sees it and then they walk in. But I also found that in the script, Jack Crawford says, I know when I'm awake. And Will, or Will doesn't say anything, but the script says, Will reacts to that. Not always sure he knows the same. So yeah, they obviously did that weird <laughs> Zeller gaslighting thing on purpose. But it it's weird because like he's a character too. That's I guess it's sort of characteristic of him, but at the same time like weird weird for his character. Anyways, then their plan is to because they're like no like Gideon can't call Jack. The real Chesapeake Ripper must have called Jack. Let's bring him out. Let's make him visible. And the way they do that is by getting Freddie Lowndes to write an article that Abel Gideon is the Chesapeake Ripper, which I, to be honest, I think is unethical because if they really, they're trying to get the Chesapeake Ripper, like, visible with this, homie could, like, kill people. And they're like, yeah, let's just do this. Let's get him to um, make himself visible somehow. I feel like that's everything they do, though. And then another thing is, so they talk with Freddie Lowndes. And there's this thing that keeps getting brought up about, oh, psychopaths are drawn to certain professions, like surgeons. And I get that it's like foreshadowing most of all, but people are also acting like it's some sort of revelation psychological observation Ooh, they're attracted to certain because like alana says it as like a fact like a she's a psychologist and this is a fact but yeah like it's funny but also foreshadow i i don't know like yeah why why do they keep bringing that one up also yeah so freddie lounge girl boss that she is writes an article does whatever and then they show Hannibal reading it which is sort of the reveal oh he's the Chesapeake Ripper but also like I don't know I guess it is what would be the reveal moment comment down below because I don't remember what the reveal moment was and then they go to Gideon and he knows about Miriam last somehow and my guess is like Chilton right because Chilton was said to have been like feeding him the Chesapeake Ripper information and trying to make him believe that so I guess told him about Jack's trainee and all of that stuff or maybe he just like he probably was interested in the Chesapeake Ripper at least I I totally forget if they reveal like how much um was the psychic driving or whatever but as well I feel like he offers this information and it seems different and then Jack is like why are you being so forthcoming about this right now? And he's like, what do I have to lose? But it's like, why did something change between when Freddie Lowndes published that article? I guess it might have changed for him because it was the confirmed story, yada yada. But like, I'm thinking maybe it's possible Hannibal fed him some information to go along with his master plan with the Miriam Lass thing. Because like, 
then later he says something about, but was she actually alive? And it's like, how does he know that? How does he know that that's going on? Because obviously no one told him about the phone calls that Jack was getting. Unless, like, Chilton has some insider info. I don't know. Somebody tell me this, because this I'm actually, like, genuinely confused about. Like, does he get information with Hannibal? And why did he bring up Miriam out of the blue? Does he know that this whole thing is going on? How does he know? Like, is it... Does Chilton... Okay, anyways. (laughs) But let's... uh, Let's move on from that yeah yeah he says it's like how do you know I didn't display the body and then that's later when the phone call is and they find Miriam's body displayed so how he knew somehow that homie was gonna do something and blah 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 or it was just a coincidence I don't know I don't know this is just this is not analysis this is just me being confused now but yeah then there is the funniest dinner scene between Chilton, Hannibal, and Alana. Now, I don't know why this trio, but I don't know. I support it, I guess. They were just having a little psychology dinner. And yeah, Hannibal's making cannibal puns and he says, oh, it's the tongue of a particularly chatty lamb. And it's nice to have an old friend for dinner. And he also says to Chilton, your tongue is very feisty. Like, okay, gay, just suddenly flirting. I guess that's why, like, was it flirting or was it just, like, a gay moment? Because, I don't know, Nate said Chilton and Hannibal would never, but other people say it's like their old flames sometimes. But, you know, let's just assume Hannibal's gay, obviously. Let's assume that for sure. But yeah, then they bring up psychic driving. Oh, unless somebody suggested to Gideon that he was the Chesapeake Ripper. (laughs) Hannibal's so funny. It's unethical, but sometimes it could be warranted. And they're like, what? Why? Or Alon is, at least, because Chilton's like, yeah, psychic driving. How does he get away with saying this? And I just realized he does because they respect him. They're like, oh, what is this thing? And also Chilton, a little bit more than respects him, I think is also a bit sucking dick here. Like, not like in a sexual way, but just trying to suck up to Hannibal. Because later on, he's like trying to be all clever. And Hannibal shows him the the grape that has the skin that's the same color as the insides. And then Chilton's trying to be all witty. And he's like, oh, a grape with nothing to hide. And Hannibal deadpans like he does not laugh or smile to that he's just like okay whatever let's talk about psychic driving if you did it I can wink wink I'm much more forgiving than Dr. Bloom because he wants to know all about this psychic driving and obviously he wants to know everyone's secrets uh (laughs) to do his thing but yeah and also like Chilton has another condescending moment towards Alana he's like I don't know who could be psychic driving, but if somebody did, I would want to know. It It's like bad vibes. And it's funny because, like, I don't think he's like this later. Actually, we'll find out because obviously I will be watching. But I think in season two, he's just much more camp and funny <laughs> than this weird, like, misogynist, condescending man vibe. <laughs> but anyways... After that, yeah, yeah, I love that dinner scene. 
Then the arm scene happens. With Jack and Will, they find Miriam Lass's arm with the phone, and it's like, oh, note from the Chesapeake Ripper. So I guess the whole point was, like, just to show that it wasn't Abel Gideon, I guess. Yeah, just to show he's still out there or whatever. And then it's fucked up because, like, Jack is like, I actually thought she was alive. And it's kind of sad because it was his trainee and all that. But then he's telling all this to Hannibal who killed her. <laughs> and it's a interesting moment. But then I'm, I'm still thinking we don't know for sure that he was the Chesapeake Ripper and that he killed her. But then it has the flashback to basically confirm it. And it's the one with, she finds the the drawing with the arrow stuck through the leg and then she gets killed. So I guess that is the big reveal. And it's kind of cool how they do it with her coming to his office and then um, questioning him because it's, no one's questioned him yet about how he's like a surgeon and he really fits the profile. And I guess he knew the victim in this case. But then, obviously, the one person who did got killed. Or, supposedly, we shall see. But yeah, that's how the episode was kind of weird. A lot less emphasis on Will, and especially Will and Hannibal's relationship. Uh, So less, like, symbolism, foreshadowing, but still a few nuggets in there, I would say. But we'll see what happens next episode. That was episode six of the Hannibal Analysis Project. Thank you for listening. Sorry, I'm just thinking of (laughs) if I have anything else to say. Yeah, not much. Interesting episode for sure. And it ended very suddenly, or not suddenly, but just with Hannibal killing her and not much development. Yeah, short murder plot and all of that. So yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Media Munchies Podcast. Bye.